what is your name? My number of requests. Uh, but then why not to come to the fore to open the service with a little prayer? Amen. Jehovah is your the great warrior, almighty God. We have seen you, Heavenly Father, taking us from glory to glory, almighty God. Heavenly Father, we can testify like David this morning, that since we were young men and young women, Heavenly Father, now we are here, Heavenly Father, as parents, but we have never seen you, almighty God, Heavenly Father, that we you live in your own children, almighty Jesus. Heavenly Father, you have protected us, Almighty God. You have been with us, Heavenly Father, through the challenges and the difficulties of this earth. Almighty God, once more we pray, Heavenly Father, that you come and bless each and every heart that is under this roof, Almighty God. You know our needs before we speak them, Heavenly Father. So come and bless your children, Almighty God, once more. Heavenly Father, we say you have said in your word, Lord, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I will be in their midst. 
So we believe, Heavenly Father, this morning that you are here, Almighty God. Heavenly Father, come and bless us once more. Bless, Heavenly Father, the chorus leader, Almighty God. Give him energy, Heavenly Father, Almighty God, Heavenly Father, that he may bless us, Almighty Jesus. Heavenly Father, we say the church is here, Almighty God. They are under, they are under expectation, Almighty God, to hear from thee once, once more, Lord. Heavenly Father, anoint thy servant once more this morning, that he may speak to your way, Heavenly Father, as to prepare thy bride, Heavenly Father. Bless the church, Heavenly Father. If there is anyone that came here, seek Almighty God. We say in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, heal them, Almighty God. If there is anyone that doesn't know you, Heavenly Father, as his personal Savior, Almighty God, we say reveal yourself once more this morning. We pray, Heavenly Father, and you commit the church and everything, Heavenly Father, that will be done here. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and all the church shall say, Amen.
last one but not least after this one we will sing another one then uh, the brother with announcements can feel free to come to the floor and let's move forward with our service amen how many are having a good time in the presence of the lord amen this is the place where we rejoice there is no other place fortunately amen
said, Lord, it's just what you've done for us on the cross, oh Lord. Amen. And before the foundation of the world, Lord, what you've done for us, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for the service today, Lord. That you may be with us, Lord. You may be with the minister, help him, guide him. Lord, that you may touch his lips, Lord, that we may hear. Our hearts may be open, Lord, that we may, we may receive you, Lord. We pray for the offerings and the tithing, Lord, that you may bless the people that have given, Lord. Amen. And they come back in abundance, Lord. We pray my God with us further now, and let our will be done. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.
You may be seated. Um, we greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Just before we call upon the pastor, a round of applause for, for yourselves making to the church. And then apologies here from Brother Sosana. And then Sister Dibali also, I think she's not here. But we welcome you all that are here. And then God bless you. Uh, yeah. So special one comes to our visitors. Yeah. The pastor will deal with that one. So God bless you all. And, and, yeah. Bless you. And then um, those who managed to attend uh, the the wedding yesterday, may God richly bless you. There some went to the music service and other services. And then so you were representing us there. <clears throat> so all wish to be there, but uh, due to some certain circumstances. So, so, so we couldn't make it. But we are proud of you for representing us. So we God richly bless you. <clears throat> and then, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Me and Shope and others will be working. Yeah, so myself, I've been working since yesterday. I just knock off at 5 o'clock just to come to church. It's all on this morning, so I haven't slept. I'm going back to work. I just respect that to come to church. So, yeah, the church is very important to us. Yeah, so we just come to church and from there we get out of the suits, we go back again. So God bless you. <clears throat> and then um, just without waste of time. But I won't sleep God bless you, and then um, let us just stand on our feet again and welcome our dear pastor. Mm, so let us just sing a song here. Yeah. Mm. And
take your seats. We greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you happy this morning? Amen. We are happy to see all of you. Amen. For God to have preserved you throughout the week. How many were preserved? Amen. Amen. We need just to thank the Lord. I've realized that evil knows no bounds today. Things that we read about in the newspapers, they are they really send shivers down our spine. Amen. But we want to thank God for his grace and for his protection. Or that at least the evil will not touch us. Amen. Our hope is not on the minister of police, but our hope is on the Almighty God. Amen. God bless. Amen. <laughs> Amen. God bless. This man has got a sense of humor. Eh? Oh, don't leave, Uncle. Let them give you a microphone. Where's the microphone? There it is. Just call them a little like God bless Amen. Amen. Brother Maluleka and the wife can maybe come forward. Are they supposed to come forward? Yeah, yeah they can come forward here. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Muruti, once again, I've got my wife here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Protocol observed. And my daughter. Amen. Amen. And, and you can call your nephew Nyasha as well. Oh. Yasha, <laughs> can you come in front, please, and my can stand up, please. All right, yeah. This is the the Maluleka. Amen. Amen. The uncle to Sister Nyasha. Brother Mafiri here. Brother Mafiri. So yes. Brother my Mafiri. wife and the daughter. Yeah. Amen. And that's Brother Maluleka, the wife. 
and the two daughters. Amen. But now there's another family who took our daughter now recently. Amen. But by the growth uh, uh, oh, of Oh, Leia, leave it for me, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Holy. It's fine. You just end up on the knees there. Amen. Brother Matibula, just come with your uncle as well. For Matibula is an hour in That's Brother Jimisani. Amen. So that's a matebula. Matebula, Amen. All right. Maybe let me do it this way. Look, you looked like you wanted to do it. Should I give you the chance to say it? The, uh, the maluleg. Yeah. Yeah. Apologies. But I guess you are putting a maluleka hat today. I'm trying to go. Is it called Wasaka Maluleka? Oh, the uncle is best when he. Amen. Maybe let me do it this way. Yeah, uncle, you can just introduce yourself. Malumu Azazisa. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In Baba Matibula. Amen. Amen. Musa Matibula. Amen. 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 Oh, this is my son. Leendo Tanayami. It's Tumsan Matebula. Tumsan Matebula. Amen. Amen. This is my grandson. Le Muzuluami. Sizwe Matebula. Sizwe Matebula. Amen. No, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine here. The angles are very happy. Abumalumi Mpela Bachablili. Amen. Now, this is how it is. Uh, they had a, a ceremony which was a, a low-key ceremony. And then we officiated their marriage. So, Brother Dumisan is married to Sister Nyasha. Amen. 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 So we are at the Maluleka house. Was it two weeks back? Yeah. Amen. So the, if you see them holding each other's hands at the mall, don't, don't faint. I've given them a license. Amen. God bless you richly. I wanted to announce it to the church. Uh, there is a, a big ceremony that is coming. Uh, do we have a date? But we tentatively we've got a, a month. Oh, the date. No, 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 just give the church a, a, a date. Mm-hmm. Oh, the materials are not uh, the tongas. 
Indeed, that is the truth. We are married. Mm-hmm. The big event is coming next year. Sixteenth of April. There we will be playing a guitar seriously. Those who are able to play a trumpet, they will be playing it up until in the heavens they can hear it. We are looking forward to see you in great numbers again. Sixteen February. Sixteen April. Sixteen April. Just note it down. It's a big celebration. Amen. Amen. You know that marriage and wedding is not the same thing. The bride and Christ are married here. But they will have a wedding supper. So we have officiated the marriage and then they are looking forward to their wedding celebration. Amen. Amen. And I think it was done in a very tasteful manner. Uh, when the families met, they met here at church some time back. Uh, so it has been a family driven. And I think, brother Matebula, you have, you have handled it very well. You have, you have respected your you are in-laws. And we salute you for that. Amen. Just a round of applause for them as they take their seats. Oh. <laughs> Amen. As we stand to our feet. And they sing Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. As we go to the reading of the ways. Amazing Grace.
As we go to the book of Revelation, uh, Revelation chapter 1, uh, verse, from verse 1. Amen. <clears throat> I found it written this manner. Or I'll just wait until you find it. Amen. If found, you can say amen. It says, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants the things which must shortly come to pass, and he sent and signified the things which must shortly come to pass, and he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Isambulo, Sira Jesu Christu, Amnega Sona, Unkulungulu, Ogoba, Abonise, Isinero Zake, Isindo, Isimelwe, Uguenzera Masignane, Eto Mangilosiake, Esibonaralisa, Inreguini Yake Ushohan. Who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ? And of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. As we pray, most gracious Heavenly Father, Amen. we are very much thankful this morning Amen. to be the people that could approach you because there was a time where we couldn't approach you. Amen. But through the shedding of blood, we are able to approach you. And for that, we are very much thankful because it shows you are loving grace, dear God. Mm. And for men and women that have gathered here, I pray for them individually. You know them, you know whatever they are going through. But I know that you are more than able, dear God, to deliver all of them from various battles that they might be encountering, dear God. Mm. We've read a portion of the scripture and we committed the reading of the way to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. While you take your seats. This morning, we just want to take a few minutes. And just speak on the revelation of Jesus Christ. Uh, which the prophet says that is the, the supreme revelation. Uh, the ultimate revelation. Amen. Amen. Of Jesus Christ. And then maybe we can just go and read Matthew 16. And then we'll read from verse 13. It reads in this manner. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, 
he asked his disciples, saying, Who do you men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah's, or one of the prophets. But Abanye Basho Uchohan Papatisi, Abanye Basho Elia, Banye Basho Uchremia, Noma Omunio Baprophet. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? Wati Gubo, Ninake, Nitini, Gumubani. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ. The Son of the Living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barajona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. Uh, I think you can see there uh, that uh, upon this rock, upon the revelation of who he is, he shall build his church. And if his church is built upon that rock, which is a revelation, it does not mean that the gates of hell shall not fight against it. They will wrestle with it. But the beauty about it is they shall not prevail. And this morning, I want to say every believer whose foundation of worship if it is upon the revelation of who he is such a believer shall never be overcome amen and that is the foundation of the church now knowing him as Jesus it wasn't much of a problem it was something that the they agreed upon the religious community. Uh, you could refer him to as Jesus of Nazareth. You could refer him as the son of Mary. They had no problem with that. But to refer to him as 
Christ. It was a treason during that time. It was a crime during that time. But however, that's how the believers would should know him. Now we have just read here in Revelation where John says that the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him. The first thing is that God gave it unto him. So that means a revelation can never be transferred from a human being to a human being. Because it is not a human activity. But it is God giving the revelation. This morning I cannot give you the revelation but it must be God giving you the revelation. The church cannot give you the revelation. The preacher cannot give you the revelation. The revelation only comes from God. And if revelation was to be given, we've got people that are close to us that would have long given them revelation. We tried to convince them with the scriptures. But the, the, beauty, the, the danger is that the revelation does not come from us. It comes from the Almighty God. So John says, the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Who bear record of the word of God. Today we wanted to see the people who can bear record for the word of God. Of the test testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Now the prophet messenger says in paragraph 60 Paragraph 60. The revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of Jesus Christ. It says now the first three verses we have had. They were just laying the background. First, the revelation of Jesus Christ. The second thing, it was given to John by an angel. And the third thing is blessed the blessings of them that read. Now he say, if you can read, blessed is he that hears. If you can read and you just hear, blessed is he that readeth. If you can read, blessed is he that hears. For the time is at hand. Let me tell you, revelation does not depend on how studious you are. 
Uh, in the end time God sent the prophet do we agree on that for you to accept that it doesn't mean that somebody must convince you somebody can tell you about it but still it has to have the revelation to it and we've seen people that hardly couldn't read but they were able to grasp this revelation. We saw old mamas that couldn't even flip through the pages of the Bible. But as soon as they heard the voice of Elijah, they could not understand English. I know some gogo somewhere. They are believing the message. And another preacher went there trying to introduce something. Those gogos, illiterate as they are, they rejected it and say that is not according to the prophet message. But they are not able to read, but they have been revelated. And this morning, it's not how much you read, but you must come to a spot where you receive the revelation of who he is. I can be bold behind this pulpit and say, outside the revelation of Jesus Christ, you are lost. Hallelujah. And when we go back to what we spoke about, this, this church does not exist in order to introduce just Brother Brenham to the people. Because I, I, I think he would agree with me. If you know Brother Brenham without knowing Christ, you are as well lost. Because he was here to introduce Christ. And today, the danger today, we tell people about our churches, we tell people about our pastors, we tell people about our ministries, but hardly you find people telling the people about Christ. And I can tell you, you can enter this church, but it doesn't mean that you have entered to heaven. But when you enter into Christ, then you have entered into heaven. Because to know Christ is life. Do you believe that this morning, believers? To know Christ is life. Hallelujah. Now he continues in this message. He says, the importance of revelation by the Spirit to a true believer can never be overemphasized. Revelation means more to you than perhaps you realize. Because revelation is what is going to ground you. Let us look at Jesus when he came. When he was born, he was the fulfillment of the scripture. And after he was born, then there was an announcement that was made which was announced to the shepherds that the king of the Jews is born. And now the shepherds went. Now we find even the three wise men. As soon as that happened, then there was a, a supernatural event there where the three celestial bodies came together. Then it formed a star. Now they started to follow 
following the star and the star was leading them to where the king was born. So Christ, you can never know him unless until there is a supernatural identification. John could have never known him until there was a supernatural identification. We cannot know him today until there is a supernatural identification. Now, when they were moving there, they were following the star, and then they, they ended up into the palace of Herod, and they, when they went there, then they said, look, we are following a star, we have been told that the king is born, and now in the palace, they did not know about it. And I want to say, revelation does not respect the human protocol. It can bypass the kings. It can even bypass the pastors sometimes. It, until it goes to somebody where people deem them to be nothing. But that revelation strikes them. Now during that time, Herod did not know anything. And he called the priest and they opened the scroll and they could see the prophecy in the scroll but the prophecy can be told to everybody but the fulfillment of the prophecy is only to a prophetic class. Behold, I'll send Elijah the prophet. It is a generic, a generic announcement. But to see that one that was spoken of is now here. It takes you to be a special person in God's economy to receive that fulfillment. Are we still together? Now, when Jesus was born uh, by Mary, was raised by Mary, and Mary knew that this child is the product of the virgin born. She knew I've got nothing to do with the child. And the child grew like everybody else. Jesus, when he was growing, he was not different from any other child. If they were best friends, Jesus was best friends. Mary breastfed Jesus. When children started talking, Jesus learned how to talk. When children started crawling, Jesus was crawling. But hear me out here. It was not God who was best friend. You can never best friend the Almighty God. The Almighty God can never crawl. The Almighty God can never learn how to talk. The Almighty God is omniscient. But Jesus was not omniscient. Now I'm making you uncomfortable here. Jesus was not omnipotent. But the Almighty God was omnipotent. Now Jesus was there as he was crawling, as he was speaking, and later he had to help his father in the carpentry business. And later he 
had to play with John. Jesus and John played because they were relatives there. Nothing supernatural about that. Jesus and John were cousins. And they were there playing. And when John grew up, he was six months senior to Jesus. And both children, they were the children of the promise. They were the fulfillment of the prophecy. But they did not know what was happening. And later John went into the wilderness and started his ministry and declared the gospel of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God and say repent or perish. And he began to tell the people my ministry is to introduce him until the people came to ask him what are you doing here? Are you a Messiah? He said I'm the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness I'm here to introduce the Messiah. But when he was there this is the same man that played with Jesus. This is the same man who the parents came together maybe they had few family ceremonies but there at Jordan when he started the ministry he said I'm here to introduce him and he started declaring the kingdom of God and later the same John that did not know who Messiah was one day then God told him that there will be a spirit there will be something supernatural to identify Christ out of the people hear me out here Jesus was born but the prophet said Christ was not born do you, do you hear me? The prophet said Jesus was born. But he said Christ. During the time of Moses, Christ was there. Christ was there during the time of Joshua. But, but the Jesus, which was the name of the body, Jesus, which was the body, he was born. And when he grew up, he didn't even know what he was all about. But but one day at the river Jordan heaven opened and out of heaven there came a being it was not just a spirit but it was a being what was it that was coming out there the same Elohim was now coming out descending down in the form of a spirit which was in the form of a dove and now it came and in dwelt to the son and spoke the ways. This is my son. This is my son in whom I'm pleased to dwell in. Now the spirit indwelt the son. Now from that time when Jesus left then we came to Matthew 16. Now when he came to Matthew 16 he said who, who do men say I am? Who do men say the son of many is? 
Some say you are Elijah. Some say you are Elias. Some say you are Jeremiah. But he wanted the people to know him by revelation. He did not want just to be a historical God. And he asked them and said, what are the people saying? But he came back to them and said, you, who do you say I am? The same event that happened at Jordan now happened again. Heaven opened and answer came out of heaven and dropped into the heart of Peter. And Peter looked at him, did not just see the son of Mary, did not just see the body, and said, now I know thou art Christ, the son of the living God. Until Jesus says, the blood and flesh did not reveal this to you. And today, anyone that wants to worship God genuinely, they must receive the same revelation that Peter received. Let me tell you something. When Peter was there, the church was not there. The seminary was not there. It was an individual standing in front of Jesus, but heaven opened and the heavenly answer came into the earthly vessel and Peter declared thou art Christ and Christ said from this rock upon this rock upon this revelation I shall build my church and any person that will become a member of that church must receive the same revelation today my brother you don't need to know a church comes into your body then we say you have received the revelation of Christ which is the new birth because if you do not know him you have never been born again being born again is not a baptism being born again is not coming to church on Sunday but being born again is to receive him hope we are together Let's continue here. Amen. Now he says, Uti. Say, he says, Satan, Uti Satan. Well, let, let's just go a little bit behind there. I'm still in the message, the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of Jesus Paragraph, Christ. 15. Paragraph 15. Paragraph 15. It says, now remember this. Uti Kumbula Loku. Christ in the true church. O Christu Ebanzeni is a continuation of the book of Acts. Hallelujah. Didn't he say 
greater works shall you do? How will he do when he comes into you? Are we same Christ now in the church continuing with the ministry? But the book of Revelation shows that the Antichrist spirit would come into the church and defile it and make it and powerless. But this book, it exposes Satan revealing his works, attempted destruction of God's people and the discrediting of God's ways. Right down to the time he's cast into the lake of fire. He fights that revelation he cannot stand it. He knows that if the people can get the true revelation of the true church and what she is and what she stands for and that she can do the greater works, she will be an invincible army. This revelation will make us to be an invincible army. But if they get a true revelation of the two spirits within the framework of the Christian church and by God's spirit design and withstand the antichrist spirit Satan will be powerless before her. He will be as definitely thwarted today or defeated today as when Christ withstood his every effort to gain power over him in the desert. Satan hates revelation. But we love revelation. This morning, Satan hates it, but we love it. With true revelation in our lives, the gates of hell cannot prevail against us. But we will prevail over them. Hallelujah. He says, Satan can't keep the revelation down when the spirit wants to give it. When it was a time for you to receive the revelation, there were demons that wanted to prevent you from receiving it. But when the spirit is ready to give the revelation, there is no demon that can prevent it. Are we still together? Now, he says John had the revelation and Christ was the revelation. He produced himself right here in the scripture and said I am he that was which is and shall come the almighty God the amen. amen. If revelation is beyond you look up and 
and seek God for it. And I, I hope I can I can just pinch your conscience. Never ever be settled until you have received the revelation of who he is. Because when you have received that revelation, it is the only thing that I know it is the eternal transaction. When you have received that revelation, when the storms come, you remain unshaken because you know in whom you have believed in. today, the danger today, people don't know who they have believed. They are in friendships, in relationships, in the church. It is wonderful. But you need to go beyond that. Because that thing, it is not immune from the attacks of the devil. Knowing me is not immune from the attack of the devil. But to know him is immune from the attacks of the devil. And this morning I want to ask you who do you know? Who has been revealed to you? And if it is him I tell you the devil stands no chance. Hallelujah. He says a revelation has to come from God. Hear me out. Revelation doesn't come through a marriage. The, the revelation doesn't come because I gave birth to my son. I could be a pastor and preach this message and my son have no idea. Because what? He still needs to receive a fresh call from God. Because you can never inherit the revelation. I can never pass the revelation. And revelation must come fresh from God. I hope we are together. It never comes by human or natural endowments. But it comes by spiritual endowments. You can even memorize the scripture. That is wonderful. But that won't do it. It has to be a revelation. Because when you read the scripture, behold, a vision shall conceive. Anyone that possesses a certain degree of IQ can read the statement behold a vision shall conceive but, but how will that help you but when that scripture is fulfilled it takes the spirit of God and the prophet of God says Mary on that day she thought on the scripture as she was thinking on that scripture then she became that scripture and this morning we can ask what are you thinking? Because what you think is what you become. And as she was thinking then an angel came which was Gabriel and said Mary thou art favored amongst all women. And when she looked and said now what you are going to conceive it is going to be of the Holy Ghost. And Mary 
and wonder about the mechanics. And say, how is it going to happen? And the angel says, the Holy Ghost shall overshadow you and what you will conceive will be of the Holy Ghost. Then she said, let it be according to your ways. She received the message of an angel. And after she received that message, then she began to think about what was happening. It was so paradoxical until Joseph could not believe it. He was planning to put her away. But the same angel that went to Mary it as well went to Joseph and spoke to Joseph. And I want to say Mary would have never convinced Joseph because it can never be a human activity. The same angel that Mary received Joseph had to receive in the end time the same angel that Brother Branham received the bride must receive the same angel because it's not a human activity but look how beautiful it is when Mary went to Elizabeth the same angel was already in Elizabeth having announced it because it's an angelic ministry this morning the preaching can never convince you but the same angel that the prophet connected with must come your way and receive the same revelation then you can stand up and say now I see it are you here this morning that's how revelation comes not a church the gospel the birth of Jesus the church had rejected it it was beyond the priest of the day he was comfortable in reading Messiah shall be born but when revelation took place he rejected it but the people that were predestinated to receive the revelation the devil could not stop it they received the revelation and it went like a wildfire. It went from Mary to Joseph. It went from Joseph to Elizabeth. What was happening? It was a spiritual network. And if you were connected to it, you were going to receive it. And when Jesus came, Philip looked at Jesus and heard him preach and said, but this one is the Messiah. And went to Nathaniel and said, come and see. Nathaniel said, no. Come and counterfeit after counterfeit. But Philip knew as long as there was something in Nathaniel that was put by God, as soon as he sees Christ, something was going to leave. And said, come and see. Stop reading, come and see. The one that you are reading about has become a man. And Nathaniel was coming there. And as he was coming, because he and Christ, they had met before. In eternity. Now it was a second meeting. And Christ said, Behold, a Nazareth, Nazareth, who has no guide. And Nathaneel says, Where do you know me from? And 
Jesus said, I've been tracking you until I saw Philip speaking to you under a tree. That is the power of revelation. In the end time, when Brother Branham came and said, good evening, friend, something in me connected with his voice and I realized this is the second meeting. I had met with him somewhere in the realms of eternity. Do you remember when Jesus met the Samaritan woman? When they met here, it was an expression of their invisible meeting. And they met naturally. And as they were speaking, the Samaritan woman, although she was a prostitute, but she was a daughter of Abraham. You couldn't tell it by natural eye. You just see a marriage record. I have learned never to accept what people say about me until I find out what he says about me. She was a marriage record. She was not good for church. Even if she came to church, I think the sisters made sure that the brothers were next to them. This woman is not good. If you blink, he's gone. They did not want to have any interaction with her. And she lived her life in isolation. And went alone to And I always say, I don't care about the state of my disorder. From my disorder, God will bring a new order. She was a prostitute. It was a disorder. Her life was disordered. Her thinking was disordered. Her conduct was disordered. Her relationships were disordered. But the new order was in the body of flesh. And they met at the well. And when they met at the well, and Jesus said, Give me the water. Simple conversation. Beyond the church. Not inside the church. The priest did not know that there is a meeting between the Holy God and a vile prostitute. It is beyond the thinking of a church. Jesus did not go to church. Went to the world. And why did she go there? It was not coincident. The Bible says he had to go by the way of Samaria. That appointment was made some hundreds of thousands of billions ago. On such and such a day, God in flesh shall be thirsty. This is beyond the Muslims now. How can God be thirsty? He was a man when he was thirsty. But he was God when he called Lazarus. He was 100% a man. But he was 100% God. And he went to by the way of Samaria. 
that appointment. And I don't believe that the Samaritan woman went to the well because she needed water. No, no, it was ah, not just a need for water. That day was a special day. She woke up and felt a pull. She felt that something was going to happen. Maybe she didn't want to go to the well. But something whispered into her ear. You need to go to the well. Because there was an appointment that was going to take place. Maybe she was lazy. And took the picture. And went to the well. And did not even understand. But at the well. As much as Rebecca came to the well. There was an, an angel there. There was Christ there. And when she arrived, she sees this man that looked like a Jew and wanted to carry on with her business. And the man said, give me the water. There was a barrier of segregation. There was a church barrier. There was a human barrier. All those barriers were there. But when a revelation is ready to be given out, there is no barrier that can prevent it. And when she was there, looked at the man and said, me being a Jew, you being a Jew, you asked me for the water. But Christ was there. And kept on saying, if you knew the gift of God, you would be the one asking me for water. Can you see the need was not the natural water? There was a spiritual thirst. This woman, the reason she changed men is because she did not need men. She was trying to quench a spiritual thirst with natural affections. And when they met there, and they said, but you don't have a picture. And this well, it was made by our father Jacob. But okay, if you, you can give me the water. And Jesus said, if I give you the water that I can give you, you shall never thirst ever again. And say, give me the water. Say, go and get your husband. I have none. You've spoken the truth. Because even the fifth one that you are staying with, that's not your husband. Or the sixth one that you are staying with, that's not your husband. And she looked. You know, the conversation started from a natural realm and migrated into the spiritual realm and connected with who she was and disregarded what she was. That's grace, my brother. When God disregards what you are, to concentrate on who you are. And when they connected, this woman looked at him and said, Sir, 
This was no longer a prostitute speaking. It was that seed that was buried right inside. She spoke from the depth of her soul. I I love this Christ because he can penetrate the muddiness of sin and connect with our soul and connect with who we are. Say, I perceive thou thou art Christ, thou art the prophet. The priest saw him but couldn't see it. But this woman, a prostitute, spoke a heavenly language. Hear me out here. She was not yet baptized. You legalistic, hear me out. She had never gone to church. She had no spoken word. She was still a prostitute. She had never spoken to a pastor. But that revelation, she's regarding her condition and went right to the depth of her soul. Say, I perceive. Thou art the prophet. And Christ said, I'm he. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm he. Revelation connected with the seat of God. From that time, she took her picture. And Jesus saw her running off. And she went into the city and said, Come and see a man. Who was that man? The church said he was a Beelzebub. The church had said he's the David. But a prostitute looked beyond that and said, Thou art Christ. thankful for the grace of God. The entire village is equal to Sorge. Believe because of her words. A prostitute. Her revelation. Her maturity. Went beyond the preachers of the time. Went beyond the preachers of the priests. But here's something beautiful. You could see her down here. As just a little prostitute. But that's not what she was, who she was. In heaven, my prophet says she had a representation. It does not depend how much you are here. It depends on what, how you are represented there. The priest, although he lived clean here, but he had no representation there. The Samaritan woman, although she was vile here, but she had a representation. My ways are far from your ways. My understanding is far from your understanding. Amen. 
The Samaritan woman could have written her from church. Even if as a, as a pastor, if I could have said, you woman, never ever come to this church. And I come and announce behind the pulpit and say, that Samaritan woman, from today she's not a member of this church. Many women would have loved the pastor. On their way, they would have told the pastor is a man of God. But who may lose my God has got no respect for a church. He's got a respect for his way. And he's got a respect for where his seat is. The word of God shall never return to him void. Shall accomplish what it was sent for. I can bring it to your doorstep. Some of you are not church material. There are more people outside that are more of a church material than you are. You've got a broken background. Things went haywire in your life. Things are disorderly. There's nothing that you can present. But today, with your broken background, you are able to raise your hands and say, I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. Because that God, he will bring a new order from our disorder. And he's not interested in your self-righteousness. Your self-righteousness, self-righteousness of a human being to God stings. And whenever God went after the people, he went for people with broken backgrounds. People that thought they were unworthy. I don't know whether have you applied your mind. When that great being that filled up the universe, that holy God, whenever he came on a mountain, a human being, if he touched the mountain, he would die. But God called himself in Jesus I and spoke to a prostitute and said, I'm here. That's grace. Amen. 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 The gospel that she believed, the priest had no idea. The gospel that Mary received. The priest had no idea. Imagine coming every Sunday. Or Saturday as it used to be. Behold. A virgin shall conceive. And we come next Sunday. Behold. But there's a woman. Down the street. Pregnant with that scripture. 
which was Mary. Imagine if she could have come to church. And after the priest was done, went to the priest's office and said, the sermon that you preached, it was wonderful. But I want to tell you, I'm the fulfillment of that scripture. I'm, I'm pregnant with what you are preaching about. The priest would have said you have lost your man. Get out of my When God calls this city, he makes things difficult. Revelation is powerful. 
But the, the two disciples of John, when they heard him say, Behold the Lamb of God, then they followed Jesus from that path. That's revelation. Amen. And that's why, you know, it's predominant amongst Africans, black, black Africans. When you start speaking to them and say, God sent the prophet, and you show them their picture, they say, ah, white man. But we didn't say white man. Brother Brandon. As far as his ministry, he's not a white man. The body was a white man. But the ministry was God's ministry. And we're able to look beyond. And with all all respect, came here in South Africa. When he came here, he was told to avoid black people. But this was the prophet of God. Said to them, said, listen, they've got as much soul as we've got. That was a prophet. And went to to Deben and stood there and prayed for the sick. And they got healed. He couldn't pronounce some Zulu names. And he just said, I will spell it out for you. And spell it out there. That's God on the move. Hallelujah. And because the time had come, even the prophet bypassed the protocol of the government during that day. That's why I say, when God is going after his seed, he will turn the world upside down in order to get hold of that seed. And during that time it happened. And here we are. The revelation of Jesus Christ. The prophet says, Christ in you makes him the center of life of revelation. Christ's life in you makes him the center of the revelation. Christ in the Bible makes the Bible a complete revelation of Christ. Christ in you makes you the complete revelation of the whole thing. What is a new birth then? You say, well, brother Branham, what is the new birth? It is the revelation of Jesus Christ personally to you. And not you join church. Not you shook a hand. Or you said some creed. Or you promised to live by a code of rules. But Christ. In you. And that's why. When the weight. Is in you. Is life. And when the weight is out of you. It's law. Are we together?
Amen. It's a code of conduct. Code of rules. And this message must never be code of rules. Because this message is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And when he is in you, then your life becomes his life. Your thoughts becomes your thoughts. Your ways becomes your way. And all of us, let us get to that spot where we know him personally. And when we know him personally, the winds will come but will remain unshaken because we know in whom we have believed you know once you experience new birth you experience it eternally brother Brown said God is not an Indian giver he can't can save you today and lose you tomorrow when he saves you, he has saved you eternally. There will be challenges, but God, if this seed is in you, he will pull you out because you are his part. God bless you richly as we stand now. Amen. Let's just say, oh, I love him. Oh, I love him. How many love him this morning? Oh, how I love him. Thank you, Father.
Hallelujah. Just give us another one. Let's just worship Him. I'm in love
How many believe it has power? That name has power. Let's just say, Lord, put me on higher ground. Brother Philip will just wrap up in prayer for us. I'm pressing on.
thank you, God, and our great eternal Father. It's only by grace, Lord, that we can sing our Lord Jesus. Yes. It's only by grace, Lord, that living in this time, Lord, we thank you. Lord. Our lives are so unpredictable, Lord Jesus. We don't yes. know if we're going to get home even today, Lord. But oh, Lord, we know we've got our anchor, Lord Jesus. We know, Lord. That before the foundation of the world, Lord, yes. you knew us, O Lord. Thank you. you foresaw us, Lord. And Lord, what matters in this world has got nothing to do with it, O Lord. Yes. Lord, we, don't, we haven't got to worry about us, uh, this, Lord. We know our souls are inside of you, O Lord Jesus. And O Lord, your grace is like a river, Lord, as the Bible teaches us, Lord, flowing from the grace of mercy, O Lord, the throne of mercy, O Lord. Going deeper, going wider, going stronger, Lord. We cannot contain your mercy, Lord. We cannot box it, Lord Jesus. We cannot direct it in a certain way that we want to direct it, Lord. But your mercy goes into places where we will never think of, Lord. And we're grateful, Lord, that you came and met us, Lord Jesus. We're grateful, Lord, for your wonderful grace, Lord Jesus. We stand amazed, Lord, just to know, Lord, that you've picked us up out of that miry clay, Lord. Yes. No matter how dirty we were, how in the gutters we were, Lord. You never looked at that, O Lord. You had to re- respect your promise that we are the seed of Abraham, O Lord. Thank you. Father. And you had to respect that, O Lord. You had to pick us up, O Lord. No matter how bad life we were living, O Lord, but, O Lord, we are perfect in you, O Lord Jesus. We cannot fail, O Lord. We can, even though we do things wrong, you don't see it, O Lord, mm. God. You just see the blood, O Lord, God. And we're grateful, Lord, to Thank today, you. Lord, that we can be in this time, O Lord, to be in this day, Lord, and to hear the message, Lord. I believe, O Lord, you're just giving us a bit of encouragement this morning, O Lord, just to put us on the road again and just to bring us back into line and say, my child, don't give up. Yes. Lord, you have, you, you, I know you. That's what you're telling us. I know you, Lord. Mm. And Lord, we're so grateful, Lord God, that we can push forward, O Lord, and we can carry on, O Lord. And we think of the nations, Lord, overseas, O oh Lord, where such terrible things are happening, O oh Lord. We know that your children are also there, O oh Lord God. Mm. And, O oh Lord, give them grace, O oh Lord. Give them mercy, O oh Lord. Protect them, O oh Lord. Just as much in this country, Lord, protect us, O Lord. We will be there, O oh Lord. No matter what happens, O oh Lord, you cannot, Lord, lose us, O oh Lord. We are yours, O oh Lord. We are in you, Lord. Yes. We are part of you, O oh Lord. And how can you lose a limb? How can you lose a finger, Lord? We are yours, O oh Lord God. Yes. And we're grateful, Lord. We thank you for the gift that you've given our brother, Lord. Mm. That you may bless him, O Lord, abundantly, Lord. His family, Lord. Wherever he goes, whatever he does, O Lord. May you just build him up, O Lord. And we, yeah, Lord Jesus, may we become stronger and stronger, Lord. As the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Mm. And we're grateful, Lord, that we can be our Lord. We thank for also, Lord, that it's you that brought us here this morning. That, that desire to serve you. It's you, Lord Jesus. It's not us, Lord. It's you, Lord. Go with us further, Lord. And the week that lies ahead, let thy will be done, O Lord. And bring us back again together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
If they can repent from their wicked ways, the Lord will hear them from above and will heal their land. And I always say for South Africa, stop attacking Israel. There could be a better way that you can intervene, but don't attack Israel. The scripture says, Whoever blesses you shall be blessed. And whoever curses you shall be cursed. Amen. God bless you richly. We don't condone violence that is going there. Uh, but to get Hamas and give it a state reception on their visit here and give them a presidential preference that was dangerous Amen God bless you richly I see the sister Leah God bless you it's been a while Amen God bless you brother Chilani and the Have you got a song, Brother Give him the mic, he'll dismiss us. Amen. Amen. You can remind him of good songs that he normally sings. And thereafter will be dismissed. Amen. Still caucusing there. Mm-hmm. Well, I... Lord. 